Hello, and welcome back to Mind Spoken, a podcast where we talk about all sorts of topics, issues, and ideas with zero haziness, misinformation, or anything that will make you question the topic any further, so that way you can form your own sort of takeaway. My goal in this podcast is to keep us a little bit more educated and well-rounded, excluding any misinformation, of course. I'm the host and founder of Mind Spoken, Farah, and I'm so glad that you can tune into this episode, specifically episode one. Let's go. So it actually took me some time to sort out through all of my topic ideas, which one I wanted to kick off my podcast with. Did I want something political? Did I want something about history? Perhaps a societal issue? Well, after doing some thorough research, a almost a full minute, I came across a statistic that said that most podcast listeners are ages between 12 to 24. Now, for all the 12-year-olds listening to this, wow, I'm very impressed. But nonetheless, that specific age group goes from primary school all the way to the end of uni. And I figured that I could also start this podcast off with something that has now become an area of my expertise, and that is going through school, specifically high school, with as much ease as possible, and most importantly, walking away from that experience with zero regrets. The reason I chose this is because throughout my high school years, I've made a couple of mistakes that took some time to rectify, and they were, in full honesty, a pain in the back. And now, as I approach the end of my high school journey, not only did I learn a lot, but I can happily say that, you know, my journey has been a success, and all of that can be attributed to certain skills and mindsets I adopted that completely shifted how I approached high school. So, without further ado, let's talk about it, shall we? Okay, so I think that in order to properly go through all that needs to be said, we will organize everything step by step. Number one, we will first talk about how your mindset and intentions should be before walking into high school. And then we will then talk about some tips to adopt while you are in high school. So to put things into better perspective, though, let me first explain to you what was going through my mind when I first entered high school. And as, uh, you know, as absurd or cringy as it may sound, this was 100% my thought process. So my first couple of months consisted of me making friends with quite possibly the polar opposites of myself. Um, I viewed uh, anybody that was popular or known around the school as somebody I had to be friends with. And if somebody, you know, was equally driven as me or, you know, had the same moral compass of me, same followed the same moral compass, and they weren't popular or weren't as known, I avoided them. Why? I don't know. But did I do it? Yes, I did. Another weird thing that I did was join clubs that absolutely did not resonate with me. I did this because I saw all the smart kids do this. Um, I remember it was specifically a debate club and a business club. And I was it was literal torture for me. Uh, it did not resonate for me. And again, I hated it when I knew that there were much better options. And if I were to put everything under one umbrella, I would say that I would constantly try to be at the top or number one while surrounding myself with people who weren't as driven as me while also not adopting the qualities that are needed for the success that I was aiming for. And let me tell you, being a person at the time that craved economic validation while being a huge procrastinator may have been the worst combination ever. So with that being said, what mindset do you enter into high school? What mindset do you adopt when entering into high school? And obviously, I'm not saying that, you know, you should enter with this robotic personality. Classes, study, eat, sleep, repeat. That's not healthy whatsoever, and you will tire out of this, you know, robotic schedule in no time. So, what from my experience, I definitely could say that the best way 
to enter high school, the best mindset to adopt is with the intention of balance. I'll be back. All right, so we said balance. Why, you may ask? Well, at times, high school students will have this unequal splitting of time between friends, clubs, families, academics, and, you know, the key is having the intention of prioritizing and balancing everything in a way where you will be able to craft your own recipe for success. Because obviously, everyone has their own meaning of success and there isn't a clear-cut way to it. And because there isn't a clear-cut way to it, everybody sort of needs to create their own concoction for success so that way they can achieve it. So, when it comes to your intentions... Sorry. Okay. Sorry. When it, when it comes to your intentions, I think that the first right step is to remind yourself why you're at school and why your presence at, at school is important. And, you know, just saying I'm here to learn is not enough because that is not the only usage for school. As a matter of fact, half the things you will learn at school will be incredibly useless. We all know this. But what school will do is place you in a number of situations that will help you grow in a sort of social aspect of things. It will place you in situations that will put you under pressure, that will help you think outside of the box, in situations where you have to take leadership roles, in situations that will teach you your morals and ethics, all in the name of preparing you for the real world. So, the first step, obviously, is acknowledging why you're there, what, how you will benefit from your presence at school, other than, obviously, it heaping heaping amounts of information in your way all right so that's the first part okay secondly let's talk about friends okay when it comes to making friends please keep in mind and this is from experience that making friends that don't have the same morals and ethics or are, aren't as driv driven as you can be very difficult when it comes to achieving that balance if you cannot see eye to eye with a person one of you guys will have to lower yourself to meet their eye level or hire yourself to meet their eye level. And if you have to lower yourself and that comes at the expense of your success, then simply do not do so. I personally do not take the saying, show me your friends, I'll show you your future, lightly. Because it is incredibly true. I've experienced this with my friends and I've also seen this situation in high school way too many times to count. And you know what, I can give you an analogy to explain it more in detail right after I grab a drink of water. I'll see you soon. Okay, so here is the best way I can explain this to you. Imagine a balloon that you are blowing with a tiny hole at the bottom of it. No matter how hard you blow, it will still deflate. That is what having a bad friend will do to you as well. You may try your absolute hardest in achieving good success and you may even have, you know, a couple of good friends. But if you constantly surround yourself with bad friends, even one, then believe me when I say that the chance of your success in high school that you're aiming for or that chance of walking out of high school with zero regret will deflate. Another analogy I have is actually through a uh, hadith. A hadith is basically like a narrative from our Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. And basically he said that the likeliness of a righteous friend and an evil friend is compared to the likeliness of a perfume seller and a blacksmith. Stay with me. So as for the perfume smell, smell, seller, sorry, he may either bestow something upon you 
or he may or you may purchase something from him or you may benefit from his sweet smell and as for the blacksmith he may either burn your clothes or you may be exposed to his awful smell now i'm not saying blacksmiths are bad people but the work environment you know brings this not so pleasant smell to you so if you constantly hang out with a blacksmith then that bad smell will rub off on you same with you know bad friends if you constantly hang out with them then those bad traits will rub off on you even subconsciously you might not even realize it but if you hang out with you know good friends or people that are better than you you might try to be as good as them or if you're hanging out with good friends you know equally good friends then you won't no bad traits will rub, rub off on you right so i think that you know paints everything out and personally speaking as soon as i left that toxic couple of friends um and you know i began sitting with the people that were more like myself at first i felt embarrassed i don't know why but i did but after only one week with them this weird feeling of relaxation settled in i didn't have to work hard to fit in because it just clicked and again you can have friends that have different standards in life um that are not the same as you and i'm not saying you have to cut out everybody that doesn't think like you but let let me tell you having a good friend by your side that are just as driven of you or you know have the same vision as you or follow the same moral compass can make that journey through high school much easier and not to mention way more enjoyable okay just to recap we've so far talked about we have talked about friends and we've also talked about how the intention that we should have when entering high school of acknowledging what our presence in high school does and that last point on friends kind of segues into the third and final point on intentions how exactly can you get those friends now usually friends can be found during your regular day-to-day activities but another good way to start is through our final intention which is the intention of not only being academically motivated right that's good to be you know academically motivated but you should also have the intention of being club motivated as well one of the best ways to make your high school experience more enjoyable rather than feeling constant stress is to join clubs that zoom in on your passion. This will help both build your resume, build your experiences, but also surround you with like-minded people and thus begins the making of friendships that we talked about that, you know, make your high school experience more enjoyable. I, but here's the catch though. I personally had once tried to join a business club, as I had mentioned before, called DECA, which some of you may be familiar with. I cannot begin to explain how exhausting it was. And I actually had learned that I had to move schools and I was so happy because then I could quit DECA. I was just not a business person whatsoever. Um, instead, I like and still do like biology and leadership opportunities. And DECA in no place helped me, you know, empower those skills. So choosing the correct extracurriculars is very important because working on something that you like with the people that you like is much, much easier than working on something that you view as a burden. Now, for the people who are unsure of what to join, usually there are club fairs. Go to the orientations of the one that spark your interest and learn a bit about it, uh, but make sure not to overschedule yourself. But choose at least, you know, two to three that you think you will benefit from them and go there and trust me when I say everything will fit into place. And as an extra, I guess, pre-tip before I move on into high school tips is that um, if you're looking for leadership positions, make sure to, um, out of those two to three clubs, stick with one of them 
all throughout your high school years because those um, head of panels in the club that you're interested in are more likely more likely to choose someone who's committed and is well immersed into the club as opposed to somebody who's completely new to it all right so that's our final intention next up as we said we're going to talk about some tips i recommend as an ib high school student that will probably make your experience much more pleasant right after the break all right wow okay so here okay after some thorough thinking here are my two tips that i recommend for you in high school to use to make your experience more pleasant disclaimer though these tips are for the people who really want to feel that satisfaction after high school and even through university. Um, some of these may seem absurd, but they worked excellently for me, and this is why I recommend them to you. So, first one. My first tip that I used around grade 11 in the summer of grade 11 was pick two to three subjects, or one to two actually, one to two subjects that you view as your heaviest loads. They don't have to be difficult but heavy, um, you know, like a course that will take a lot of time and start looking at them ahead of time. Now, hold on. Don't lose hope yet. Let me explain to you why this is incredibly helpful. Um, I'll actually give you an example. For myself, chemistry and biology are quite heavy loads, um, especially in the IB curriculum, which is what I was taking. What I'm doing right now is that in the summer, I'm going over the lessons, just one every day, taking notes. And that's it. Why is this a game changer, may ask? You may ask. Well, I have been doing this for two years now, and the results were magnificent. Let's pretend, for example, I'm taking lesson 12 to tomorrow. And um, what I would do is the day before, I would take out the notes that I wrote in the summer, and I would quickly skim over them, and I would head into class the next day. Not only did this increase my participation, because I already knew everything already, but it was the perfect exercise for active recall. Rather than retaining new information and trying to write down everything frantically that the, that the teacher is saying, I would annotate on my note things that the teacher would mention that were slightly new to me. And um, I would also have the chance to, you know, test my knowledge that I already knew in class rather than learn it for the first time. And not to mention for myself, it was such a confidence booster because I felt like I knew everything. Like I was already knowledgeable in, in this specific subject before everyone else. Now, how about for the smaller, less loads of courses? Or like, how about for the people who just don't have time for the summer? I would simply recommend just skimming the lesson in the textbook quickly the day before. That way, at least you're preparing yourself as to what you should expect. Now, why do I recommend this tip so much? Because it is literally the antidote for procrastination and building those time management skills that everybody's after. There's actually a quote that I had listened to. Um, it was... Um, the cost of procrastination is the life you could have lived. Let me repeat that for you. The cost of procrastination is the life you could have lived. Wow, this is literally what keeps me driven. And this is why I continue to do everything ahead. Because, first of all, I feel prepared mentally. I have more room to focus on other things, such as extracurriculars. And it leaves room for me to, you know, take time for myself. And thus, school doesn't tire me out. And I'm able to achieve those grades with ease. And you know, a lot of the time, procrastination comes from the need to ignore or avoid the heaping amount of work you have. And doing everything ahead of time combats that, right? All right, so I'll be back for the second tip. All right, tip number two. 
Tip number two is learning to say no. This is something I've struggled with as I am what you call a yes man or a yes woman and I'm very much a people pleaser. This tip is actually very short and concise because it's pretty straightforward and if I'm being honest I still do slightly struggle with this at times but if I'm to recommend something to you it is to do make sure that you respectfully of course know how to turn down people when they ask you to do something that will simply overcrowd your schedule. If a friend asks you to help with their homework and you can't Learn to say no without compromise, of course. So you don't always have to compromise it when you say no. Oh, I'm sorry, I can't do it. I'll promise I'll help you next time. People are not entitled to your help all the time. And I'm not saying to be cold, of course. It's a good thing to be generous, but not to the point where you're taken advantage of. This can also, this tip, by the way, can also apply to yourself only. Uh, learn to say no to yourself. At times, I, for example, would join way too many clubs at once and everything and every time sorry i heard of a leadership opportunity i had this sense of urgency like i needed to join it but all that did was make things way too stressful and unbearable so that's that learn to say no right so just as a recap um the key to walking out of high school with zero regret is all about balance balance with your friends balance with your clubs your academics you have to enter high school with the right intention going in with this intention that you know you're only going to learn heaping amounts of information and that's it is only going to work to bore you and make you less motivated so that's that and also we went over some tips that are not as common as what you would regularly regularly hear and that is doing everything ahead and learning to say no and uh, just before i end this off a little heart to heart tom conversation um i guess i guess like from the age of 25 and up whether you enjoy your life to the fullest depends on how you spent your time in high school and in uni and i understand that there are success stories that happen to people when they were much older and of course you should never ever give up if you are at that age already but if you're in high school or university right now make sure that with every move you make it's calculated so that way you don't regret it in the future well I hope that you enjoyed this episode as much as I did and learned a couple of things that could be used, honestly, with any sort of schooling. Uh, this is Mind Spoken with your host, Farah. Up until next time, bye-bye.